Hello, and thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and His Journey Back to God. Today we're in Isaiah 49, and the topic is the servant of the Lord. But before we start into the reading, let's start uh, begin with a quick word of prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this time. I thank you for this day. I thank you for the opportunity to learn more about you. I just pray, Father, that today we would grow closer to you, that our relationship would be strengthened, that we would learn about you in a deeper and more meaningful way. I pray our hearts would be open, our minds would be completely at your disposal, and may you be honored and glorified by what we say, what we read, and and that you would speak to us in new ways, speak to us so that we hear what we need to hear, and that our lives move forward for you, and our journey gets strengthened. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, the servant of the Lord, obviously, uh, maybe not obviously, I may be wrong, but to me it's, it's Jesus, and it's a descriptor of him. And there's a couple of places in this chapter that are pretty interesting um, and mean a lot to me. So, anyways, with that, we'll just start in verse 1. Listen to me, you islands. Hear this, you distant nations. Before I was born, the Lord called me. From my mother's womb, he has spoken my name. He made my mouth like a sharpened sword. In the shadow of his hand, he hid me. He made me into a polished arrow and concealed me in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant, Israel in whom I will display my splendor. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing at all. Yet what is due me is in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with my God. So there's a few things here. One is, he knew, God knew his servant before he was ever born. That means that, again, if it's Jesus, he was there at the beginning. And he was there with God and for all times. The the other part of this is, that I like, is even if there's possibly um, some concern about how they've worked for in vain, a person's worked in vain or whatnot, they still understand here, what is due me is in the Lord's hand, and my reward is with my God. I really like that because at the end of the day, that's where we should be seeking, where I should be seeking my reward, my salvation, blessings. It shouldn't be anywhere else. It shouldn't be in <clears throat> in my finances. It shouldn't be in people. It should really just be resting with God. And now the Lord says to me, he who formed me in the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him and gather Israel to himself. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has been my strength. He says, it is too small a thing for you to be my servant, to restore the tribes of of Jacob and bring back those of Israel I have kept. I will also make you a light for the Gentiles, that my salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Again, this is just another example of God planning for those of us who are not Jewish, who are not part of Israel, and that he has always planned for us to be part of his family and to be adopted in to his family and part of you know, his blessing to be upon us. This is what the Lord says the Redeemer and Holy One of Israel, 
to him who was despised and abhorred by the nation, to the servant of rulers. Kings will see you and stand up, princes will see you and bow down. Because of the Lord, who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel, who has chosen, who has chosen you. This is what the Lord says is about the restoration of Israel. In the time of my favor I will answer you, and in the day of salvation I will help you. I will keep you, and I will make you to be a covenant for the people, to restore the land and to reassign its desolate inheritances. To say to the captives, come out, and to those in darkness, be free. They will feed beside the roads and find pasture on every barren hill. They will neither hunger nor thirst, nor will the desert heat or the sun beat down on them. He who has compassion on them will guide them and lead them beside springs of water. I will turn all my mountains into roads, and my highways will be raised up. See, they will come from afar, some from the north, some from the west, some from the region of Aswan. Shout for joy, you heavens, rejoice, you earth. Burst into song, you mountains, for the Lord comforts his people and will have compassion on his afflicted ones. But Zion said, The Lord has forsaken me, the Lord has forgotten me. Can a, fa- a mother forget a baby at her breast and have no compassion on the child she has born? Though she may forget, I will not forget you. See, I have engra- engraved you on the palms of my hands. Your walls are ever before me. Your children hasten back, and those who laid you waste, and those who laid you waste depart from from you. Lift up your eyes and look around. All your children gather and come to you. As surely as I live, declares the Lord, you will wear them all as ornaments. You will put put them on like a bride. So there's a a lot here, but at the you know the bottom line is God restores his his people. He brings them from the far corners of the of the earth and brings them back. And even when people think, even when Israel was thinking God had forsaken them, he says, Can a mother forget the baby at her breast? He can never forget about us. He's always thinking about us. We may not understand what's happening, but he never forgets us. And so that's really where you know comfort again lays in don't give up don't ever give up because god has actually got a plan for us though you were ruined and made desolate and your land laid waste now you will be too small for your people and those who devoured you will be far away the children born during your bereavement will yet say in your hearing this place is too small for us give us more to uh, space to live in Then you will say in your heart, Who bore me these? I was bereaved and barren. I was exiled and rejected. Who brought these up? I was left all alone. But these, where have they come from? So children are the blessings of of parents. And even though Israel didn't think that they were being blessed, here's all these blessings that they weren't even aware of. Again, it just, to me, it's, I may not even be aware. I may think I'm in a dungeon I may be just in a hole, emotionally, personally, physically, and yet God is working out there. God is working to fulfill his plan, and that plan, at the end of it, is always a blessing for us, for those of us that love him and are in him.
This is what the sovereign Lord says, is verse 22. See, I will beckon to the nations. I will lift up my banner to the peoples. They will bring your sons in their arms and carry your daughters on their hips. Kings will be your foster fathers and their queens your nursing mothers. They will bow down before, before you with their faces on the ground. They will lick the dust at your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who hope in me will not be disappointed. Can plunder be taken from warriors or captives be rescued from the fierce? But this is what the Lord says. Yes, captives will be taken from warriors and plunder received from the fierce. I will contend with those who contend with you and your children I will save. I will make your oppressors eat their own flesh. They will be drunk on their own blood as with wine. Then all mankind will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior, your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Jacob. So that last part is kind of different, um, especially in today's modern world. But I think the key key points here really rise up, you know, come up with God has known his plan for his servant um, from the beginning. And the Gentiles were part of that. We've always been part of it. He's always planned on salvation for us. And so to me, that's really just critical. Our reward comes from God. Even when we don't think that we're in a good place with him, even when we think that there's something wrong going on or that he doesn't hear us and that we feel abandoned, he's still working behind the scenes. He's still got his plan in place and the blessings will arrive. The blessings will come and he is working for our good, even though we don't see it. Just like the children of Israel that there will be too many, that their Israel won't be big enough to hold them all. So will our blessings and our rewards be. So with that, my friends, I'm going to go ahead and just close this with a word of prayer. Father God, I thank you for this time and for watching over us. I thank you that our hearts have been open and our minds have been open. I pray that we would take whatever lesson it is that you've given us, that we would instill it in our hearts and would walk with it, that we'd put it into practice, that would bring you honor and glory, and that you would be the first relationship that we think about each and every day. I pray that we would grow closer to you, that our trust and our faith would continue to grow stronger each day, and that you, again, would be honored by all that we do and say. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Thank you for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God.